there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hi, I'm Wendy Zuckerman, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. Recently, the CDC updated its recommendations, now telling every vaccinated adult to go get a booster shot. And they did this once the new coronavirus variant, Omicron, walked into town. Omicron was spotted in Southern Africa in samples several weeks ago, and it's now been found all over the place. But what this variant highlighted is that we really need to vaccinate everyone all across the globe, right? Not just to keep people safe, but to stop more of these mutations popping up. So our question today is, should we really be getting booster shots here in the US? Or should our vaccines be going elsewhere? It like serves no purpose if everyone in the US is vaccinated, and then we have another variant pop up somewhere where the vaccination rate is at 1%. This is Dr. John Tembo, a virologist who studies infectious diseases at a nonprofit called Herpes in Zambia, where the vaccination rate is around 8% of its target. And John was not surprised at all when Omicron showed up. Scientists had, like, warned about this to begin with, right? The, the warnings were given long before all these variants popped up that we needed to have to vaccinate everyone. And once everyone was safe, then, you know, it would be a benefit for all of us. And have you been able to get vaccinated? Yes, yes, I'm fully vaccinated. Um, I've I've been pondering getting a third shot, but I'm a bit reticent to do that because that's a shot that could be used on someone else. So, um, yeah, so it's a a (laughs) catch-22. So I haven't gotten a booster shot yet. Should I not? Because instead I should be making a stand to say my booster shot should be going to these other countries. Um, I, I don't think I don't think that. Yeah, I think if you, you've got access to the booster shot, just get it. It's not like it will come down here anytime soon anyway. <laughs> John says that if we really want to pump up access to vaccines across Africa, we need to be thinking bigger. Maybe doing stuff like opening up patents so that these countries can pump out their own vaccines. But that's over the long term. So what do we need to be doing right now? Well, John says that although Zambia is going to need more vaccines in several months, for now, they actually have enough to work with. In fact, one of the biggest hurdles at the moment is just getting those vaccines to people who need them. More than half of Zambia's population lives in rural areas, which can be hard to reach. John walked me through what would need to happen to get vaccines from the capital, Lusaka, to one remote district in Zambia. What would our journey be like? We've we've packed our sandwiches. Where do we go? <laughs> so you need like a bunch of ice packs. Um, uh, you need to definitely uh, pack sandwiches and it will be at least an eight-hour drive. Maybe to get halfway, John says, we could use a big truck with good refrigeration. But from there on, it's like four-wheel drive because there's, there's no road. It's, it's like, it's dirt. So it's us, our Jeep, and our ice pack. 
As you can imagine, keeping the kind of cold chain that you need for some of the vaccines in this area is basically impossible. So for now, they're using vaccines like AstraZeneca and Sinopharm. That's the one from China. Okay, our journey isn't over, though. We still need to make our way through swampy marshes on a pontoon. That's a boat that can carry a car. Sometimes the pontoon's not working, so then we would have to get on a canoe. And then... A canoe? Yes, yes, yes. So you get onto the canoe with your vaccine. I'm uh, hoping that you've got a, a nice fisherman who's willing to take you across. Um, and then you get to your healthcare facility. And then you have to now start um, dispensing your, your vaccines. And even after the team has done all this, John says that sometimes they run into another hurdle. It's one that's going to sound very familiar. Vaccine hesitancy. Exactly. And with social media, people are sharing these things with each other. So what started as a rumor in the US becomes, you know, <laughs> becomes the next conspiracy that I'm answering in the clinic the next day. I know in the US and in Australia, there is, there's, there's vaccine hesitancy and all these rumors floating around the internet. Um, is there like a rumor you've heard about the vaccine that just feels like very Zambian? Oh, a rumor about the vaccine that feels very Zambian. Um, so mostly it's our distrust of anything that comes from the West. People will talk to me, especially those who've got like access to internet and stuff like that. They'll talk to me about, oh, the Tuskegee experiments. And like, you know, so then, yeah, then I, I, I yes, that was a case in which the what was actually being done was unethical. Um, but this is not one of those cases. We are actually just trying to, to keep all of you alive. And over in the US, we're in the same spot, trying to get shots in the arms of people who don't want them. We spoke to Professor Art Wallace about this. He's an anesthesiologist from Veterans Affairs Medical Center in San Francisco. And he told us that he's come up against this over and over again. Like... He talked to us about one of his patients who had a whole list of concerns about the vaccines. He was concerned that it might have been done with an embryonic stem cell. I said, no, that wasn't right. And he was concerned about, you know, was this tested involuntarily? I'm like, no, it wasn't. And we went through all the possible objections. And then he finally said, well, I said, listen, if you don't, if you care about people getting hurt, you know, we've been working on this thing in the hospital. I've had Friends die from this disease. I've had, you know, lots of people get it. I've beaten myself into the ground to treat it. Could you do it to protect us, the clinicians? And he said, well, I don't care about you. And I thought to myself, wow, there's someone who's honest. Um, and I didn't change how I treated him. I didn't do anything different, but it it hurt that this, this patient not only didn't care about anybody around him getting the disease, he didn't care about the, the anesthesiologist who just kept him alive for 12 hours in the operating room. What did you what did you say when he says, I don't care about you? Just spit in his jello just a little. No, I gave him the best care possible. And that's the thing about where we're up to in this pandemic with these vaccines and the variants. We don't know how bad Omicron is, but we can be pretty darn sure that these mutants are going to keep on coming 
as long as there are unvaccinated people, whether they're in Zambia or South Africa or in the US. But perhaps hope isn't lost. John in Zambia told us about one woman with HIV who'd messaged him. She really wasn't sure about the vaccines, but studies had shown that, yes, people with HIV not only can safely take the COVID vaccines, but it's super important that they do. So John texts her all this. And it worked. She told him she'd get vaccinated. I I actually had access to, like, information and could alleviate someone's fears uh, and you know, they they were actually open to the information. And the moment I presented them a paper, they didn't send me like a YouTube link of some video that they Yay! watched. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, so, <laughs> so that was refreshing. What a success. <laughs> if you want to learn more about the coronavirus, head over to our main feed. It's at Science Versus, Science VS. You see, what you're listening to now, it's just bite-sized versions of Science Versus, like a hologram. The real thing, it's over at Science Versus. Go check it out. And if you need some NCVCs, that is non-coronavirus content, we've got you covered too. We recently did a real fun episode on why we're going back to the moon, really. I'm Wendy Zuckerman. Fact you next time.